to the Bean Ninjas podcast, where you get an all-access pass to see what happens behind the closed doors of a fast-growing global bookkeeping and financial reporting business. Hey, everyone, and we're back again with another Bean Ninjas podcast episode, and I'm chatting with Wayne again. Last week, we shared that we were both working on different projects within the business, and almost putting ourselves under pressure with quite tight timelines. And we're continuing this working in public theme again. But before we go into that, Wayne, how did you find that first week? How are you? I'm doing really well. So it's exciting. I feel as if I'm in a startup again. It's been a bit of time since we've released a new service offering. We really buckled down in the last few months in solidifying our core offering, which is a traditional bookkeeping service offering. And I'm just really excited to get into something new and test myself a little bit and put myself in a position where, honestly, I feel a little bit uncomfortable. Yes, I'm feeling the same way. And you're right, it does. It takes me back to the very early days of Beanages where we launched in seven days and really moved quickly. And as a business grows, you have a team and you can't make decisions or launch as quickly. So it is really nice coming back to putting ourselves under pressure and getting a little bit uncomfortable. So let's have a look at the objectives that you set last week and how you went against those objectives. Absolutely. So I really had one key objective and that was to get organized. I wanted to bring an idea that we had and put a framework around it. So for me, what I had felt was important for us to maintain the professionalism that we have and the sophistication of tools that we bring to our bookkeeping clients was to lock in a software partner that we could rely upon and really leverage experiences from in rolling out our VCFO service offering. So my commitment this week was to lock in a partner receive a demo and negotiate pricing. In the particular softwares we were exploring all come with various packages and plans. And one tip I wanted to share with our listeners is always ask for a discount when partnering with software vendors. You both share a common goal. You're looking to grow your offering and with it being powered with their tools, they're incentivized in your success. So ask them for a discount. Also share with them your goals and ask for help. Second to that, I was working on designing a proposal template with a relevant content around our offering. So we leverage a tool called Better Proposals. Some of the benefits of that tool is it acts almost as our de facto CRM. It helps us accelerate turnaround times on sales It presents us in the professional image that we hope to maintain, but also it holds true to our brand. We can use language that's fun, that we would use to communicate in person with our clients, but it also acts as our sales landing page. We had tested and discussed within our project team whether or not we wanted to create an online sales landing page, or just go directly to those that expressed interest and close them first, test our offering, and then see what works so that we can recreate the language and the offering that was a best fit across our landing page and share with a broader audience. 
The last piece around better proposals is it also helps to accelerate our cash flow. There's very little turnaround time between getting a client's acceptance and turning around that first payment, which always is a benefit to the business. Next, my last two items were to release the survey and distribute to various parties within our current client base that have expressed an interest or have already utilized other VCFO services and confirm their desires around service inclusions. And my last piece and objective for the week was to obtain mastery in the software that we signed on for and really test out the capabilities of this dashboard product. So Meryl, interested in your objectives for the week and how did things go on your end? My main objective was to get eight people signed up for the course. And last week when we spoke, I had five and I was aiming for eight because I thought that was a good number really for me to get feedback. The purpose of this first course launch is to deliver a great experience, but to get a lot of feedback around what people want to learn, the way that I'm delivering it to really try and improve the course. And I have ended up with seven signed up and I'm still working in the background to try and get that eighth person. The group calls start next week and I've held actually just some really short calls with different people who have signed up. So people that I hadn't previously spoken to or who weren't previous clients, just to get a sense of where their accounting knowledge is at. And also, even though I've surveyed them already, just to jump on the phone to see in their own words what they wanted to learn to make sure that I'm going to meet or exceed their expectations with the course and to make sure I've got content that covers what they want to learn. And an interesting learning point for me from that process was I realized that even though I was trying to find eight people, the seven participants that signed up actually had different needs. And so I've split that into three groups and I realized people selling products need to learn something different to service business owners and that virtual assistants have different goals around what they need to learn compared to business owners. So instead of creating one lot of content, I've now created two separate streams of content, products and services, and split that into three group coaching calls. And that definitely took longer for me to organize this week in terms of scheduling the group coaching calls and also creating that content. My second item for the week was to share the first week of video content. And I have done that. I've shared yesterday the video content and worksheets or service businesses, but I was not expecting to create a second stream of content around products. So that's taking me a bit longer and that will be released today. And then my last item was around scheduling the group calls. And again, a lesson that I learned, something I didn't think about when I sent out the survey was I had listed out a whole lot of different days and times and each of the participants could select a checkbox of when they were available. But I unfortunately didn't put the time zone. And of course, we've got people in multiple time zones. And so that actually created a lot of backwards and forwards trying to group the service business owners together in a call that suited everyone and the same with the e-commerce business owners. So lesson learned for next time to find out what time zone people are in when doing their scheduling. I'll, that really leads into my challenges and one of the challenges was around the logistics of scheduling. And I think next time I do the course, I'll actually just select a couple of different time zones and, and select those so that it suits say the US time zone in Australia and pick a day and a time and just say that's when the course is running and then people who are available at that time can join the course so that it avoids a lot of the backwards and forwards that I had. My other challenge is pretty similar to last week in juggling the time that I'm spending 
not only creating the course content, but also selling the course because I'm still looking for extra people to join and balancing that with my normal day-to-day activities in Big Ninjas. And what about you, Wayne? What's been your biggest challenge? Yeah, I had two. So my biggest challenge was I lost my project manager and it became a challenge only because it's also my youngest, my triplets, fifth birthday this week, actually tomorrow. So for me, the biggest challenge has been balancing that time and managing my time effectively around the other responsibilities that we have on. Second challenge really was we are rolling out two new offerings simultaneously, and we have shared resources that we're both leveraging. So a lot of the time spent in areas that I really tend to be pretty tough on myself in regards to being my own worst critic are areas where I was looking to leverage services, but our resources were just tied in. So Meryl, I'll start going into some of our lessons learned over the week. And for me, it really came down to managing that challenge and jumping in and giving it a try. So I'm a numbers guy and a great face-to-face communicator, but I've always struggled with self-doubt and have always been my own worst critic when it comes to written communications. But I actually jumped in on this one and I was pleasantly surprised, to be honest, by the outcome of my attempt toward writing content that supported the release of our VCFO offering. So really for me, the lesson learned was challenge yourself. You're not going to learn until you do. You're not going to grow unless you try. So I'm interested in your lessons learned, Meryl. I'll jump into that in a sec, but it's funny you're talking about self-doubt and being your own worst critic. And I didn't even know that because I've read the proposal and the sales copy that you put together for the VCFO offering. And I thought it was excellent. So it is funny how as individuals, we each have our own areas of self-doubt and I have my own too. So I think it's great that you shared that. But also, as you said, we can be our own worst critics. All right, I'll jump into my lesson. And again, it is similar to last week that I'm really learning so much by launching, by selling the course and then having to deliver it. There's lots of little things that I didn't know about delivering a course, like running a Facebook group and how to set up units and set up tasks for participants. And they're all minor details, but I wouldn't have learned them unless I'd actually sold the course and then had to deliver it. My other lesson is around communication and The course timelines did get pushed out a little bit just because of delays with scheduling group calls and then also me creating two different courses basically instead of one. And so something that I've been doing is really over-communicating with the people who are involved in the course and I've been doing that within the Facebook group but also regular email contact and also trying to get people on the phone. And I found that that's really helped them to be understanding of me that this is the first time that I'm running this course and that I want it to be excellent, but because it is the first time, there might be some road bumps and things might not be perfect. And so I found by just really over-communicating and being in regular contact that the participants have been, yeah, really supportive of that. I'll lead into my objectives for next week now. So this week was the first week of course content. Next week, I'll be delivering the first week of the group coaching program. And I want that to run well and run smoothly. I'll be publishing week the second week of course content next week. And then I'm looking to fill, I originally I was looking for eight people and I've got seven, 
but I'd actually like to get an extra two or three. I'm going to set three, an extra three people to have signed up in the course for next week. And what about you, Wayne? What's your objective for next week? Yeah, so I have three as well. And you may have just motivated me to step up my game as well. So I also had book and close two more VCFO advisory offering sales. Here, I may bump that to three as well. I have two likely, so I was kind of hedging my bets around that one. But I feel like the way I'm going to do that is in my second objective, which is to begin building demos and sharing those with our clients in our two highest bookkeeping tiers. So for those that have subscriptions where we already are in constant contact, we understand some of their pain points around areas like cash flow management, or they've expressed to us interest in being held more accountable to goals that they're setting within their business. I feel a way to reach them and provide them value is to share out a demo of what capabilities we can service them within and what we can deliver through this new offering. And my last one is simply to finish the certifications that I've started and continue to work with our software partner to understand the tools inside and out. Great. Well, it sounds like we've set ourselves some big tasks again for next week. So it's going to be another busy week. I'm really excited to be a part of something and have a partner that really believes in the vision of this project and has been so supportive. I'm excited for the both of us. I think we're rolling out two new offerings simultaneously and are seeing traction and success in both. So best of luck, Meryl, in the continued rollout of your program. Thanks so much, Wayne. And chat to you again next week. Absolutely. Take care. By the way, if you want to support to get paid and make better decisions, we've put together a zero small business toolkit, including cash flow forecast templates and guide to setting up zero. Grab it for free at beingninjas.com slash zero toolkit. And that's X-E-R-O-T-O-O-L-K-I-T.